Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Damn thing pretty. Unless you're talking about the bridge and seaport. Even from the seats in the upper decks, you can see the seashore. Tailgate function with the carny aside. Just walk from the tribal building for the Padres. I'm on it. Yeah, because for the 619, we'll knock you down. Anything for the brown, put it on the town. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby says you want to go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 263 of the Talking Ferraris podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden. Season reviews, continue them. Player season reviews, that is. Uh, yesterday, went with Joe Musgrove and Blake Snell. Today is October 28th, 2022, by the way. Game one of the World Series starts tonight. Today, I'm going to talk about Mike Clevenger and Sean Manaya, two guys who are going to be free agents once this World Series ends, and don't know if the Padres are going to want to bring back either of them, bring back both of them, bring back none of them. Um, We will see, probably have some more conversations about that in the future, Uh, but just talking about their seasons, I'll start with Clevenger first here, and then get to Manaya. Both guys I thought were disappointing when all things were said and done, Uh, but with Clevenger, it was disappointing Part of it was the injuries, and I think it's appropriate not just to talk about his 2022 season, but to talk about his tenure with the Padres, because now he's a free agent. Now we can grade kind of his tenure with the Padres and how that trade worked out, Um, and and I'll get to that. But 2022, he had a 0.4 Fangraphs war, 23 games, 22 starts. 114 in the third innings, 
His ERA was 4.33. Whip was over one, 1 1.2. 91 strikeouts, walked 35 guys, gave up 20 home runs, hit 10 guys. Look, I'm going to give credit to Clev for battling through the knee injuries um, and, you know, Bob Melvin in press conferences and stuff. Felt like all season long, and especially in the postseason. He gave credit to Clev, and uh, you know Clev was giving credit to the training staff and stuff for really working with him and getting him ready to pitch in postseason games and allow him to pitch this whole season. Like I know that has to be tough, right? I'm not a big league player; never played in the big leagues. I, I don't know how tough that really is to grind through a knee injury all year long, but I'm sure it has to be. Uh, I'm sure it's grueling, the rehab and stuff. Uh, so credit to him for fighting through that. And I know how much it pained him, you know, after game four of the NLCS when he couldn't get an out. He was talking about how this was one of the worst days of his life. And so I definitely felt for him. He he wanted to win for the Padres, loved his teammates. He definitely wanted to do it for him or for them, the teammates and for the city. But it was just disappointing. Um, his play on the field was disappointing. That was not the guy I don't think that the Padres were envisioning uh when they traded for him and gave up, you know, Josh Naylor and Hedges and uh I think it was Gabriel Arias in that deal as well. Like they gave up uh Cal Quantrill, gave up a lot of good guys. And I think if they could redo that trade, they'd probably rather just have the guys that they traded away, to be honest. I mean maybe they would have found someone else for Hedges or still would have traded Naylor at some point. But I think they'd like to have Cal Qualtrill right now over Mike Clevenger, or over what they got out of Mike Clevenger, right? Uh, but again, that's in hindsight. Hindsight, it's real easy to look back on it. I was ex- I'll was i be the first one to admit I was excited when the Padres got Mike Clevenger in that trade. It's just disappointing looking back on it now uh, that he didn't perform as well as he did with uh, the guard or the Indians at that time, you know, compared to the Padres, it just was underwhelming. Um, you know, that the negatives with Clev, it's, it's with injuries, you know, looking back, I know this is more than just 2022, but 2020 at the end of that season, uh, couldn't make it through that NLDS start. He probably shouldn't have started, but just couldn't throw the breaking ball. And so he had to leave that outing against the Dodgers, 2021, he sat out the entire year because of the surgery, just didn't stay healthy. This year, obviously, he had the knee issue from spring training. He was dealing with that MCL sprain the whole year uh, because of what happened in spring training. So um, just the injuries were definitely a factor, but at the end of the day, you do judge. If you're on the field, you know, you're healthy to go. Um, You're healthy enough to pitch, and he just didn't, I don't think, I don't think he met expectations um, with the Padres. They could bring him back and he could pitch better, but uh, he just, you know, I, and Bo Mel, like I mentioned, told the media he's been battling stuff all year. I know that, but I still have to look at what he did on the mound, and I just don't think it was good enough. Um, they invested significant money in him, and bottom line, this year, you know, when it mattered most in the postseason, he ended up pitching a total of two and two-thirds innings, gave up seven runs. That was in between the Dodgers start and the Phillies start. Uh, 
in those two postseason games. Wasn't able to get a single out against the Phillies. Against the Dodgers, just not hitting his spots. I don't know if that's bad mechanics from the knee injury. Maybe he couldn't push off, so he was really using his arm more than he's more accustomed to. I don't know. But bottom line, Dodgers start, didn't hit his spots. Uh, Trey Turner home run, the Will Smith double, Max Muncy single. Uh, those are just ones that come off the top of my mind. Uh, he had the Gavin Lux double, fastball up, just couldn't get through four innings in that start. And then the Philadelphia start. The offense gave you four runs in that first inning, just right out of the gate. Before you took the mound, you had a 4 nothing lead. And to give it right back, when you could tie that series up 2-2, that was just a big punch in the gut for me, for Padres fans. I mean, just took all the momentum you had and just flushed it down the toilet. Because now, after the Phillies scored three runs in that first inning, they're thinking... A uh, 4-0 lead, now it's 4-3. That, that wasn't a big deal at all. We're, we can come back and win this game. It's a one-run game for the next eight innings. It, it just wasn't a big deal for them, right? So that really sucked. I mean, I think it was Hoskins who homered, Harper doubled, and Nick Martinez had to come in and get three outs in that first inning. Then he got three outs in the second, three up, three down, three up, three down in the third. Like, he was tremendous to to uh, kind of kind of cover for Clev, but then kind of didn't because Manaya had to pitch more than probably the Padres wanted. Uh, I didn't like Manaya pitching in that fifth inning, but they had to pitch Manaya in the fourth. Probably didn't want to do that if they didn't have to. They probably wanted Manaya to pitch in like an extra inning game. If, it, if there was any wacky 12, 13, 14, 15 extra inning game, they probably wanted Manaya. They were probably saving him for that, but they had to pitch him there because they needed it. Um, at least that fourth inning. Again, I disagree with the fifth inning thing, but that's old news. I've been saying that repeatedly over the last weeks, you know. So, um, yeah, just disappointing from Clev. I mean. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Had high expectations. You know, when we traded for him, it was that big blockbuster. Right, that was 2020, where Preller didn't just acquire Clevenger; he acquired Nola. Uh, he just made a lot of deals. I think Trevor Rosenthal, if I remember correctly, maybe that was a deal. Uh, Mitch Moreland, I think they brought in Jason Castro to be the backup catcher that year too. So they brought in a lot of guys, uh, and that just didn't work out that great. And Clevenger is a big reason why. So it was disappointing. I personally probably would not bring back Mike Clevenger. Maybe I'll get into that more you know, later this offseason when the offseason really gets going. But just reflecting on Clevenger, it wasn't a success, I don't think. I mean, he was great to the fans. He embraced the city. Uh, and he wanted to do really well for the Padres, obviously, but just didn't work out. At least 2020, 2021, 2022. You know, obviously 2021 was a wasted year. Comes back for this year. Uh, and sure, he made starts for the Padres, ate some innings for the Padres, but when it came in the postseason, he didn't help them out. So disappointing. 
moving to Shamaniah here, another one that was kind of disappointing. Obviously, what we were expecting out of Shamaniah this year was someone that Bob Melvin trusted, someone that was going to go pretty deep in games, eat innings, quality starts. And that is what we got uh, for a good amount of the season. He finished with a 1.11, excuse me, 1.1 Fangraphs War, 30 games, 28 starts, over 150 innings. But the ERA, 496, 1.3 whip, 156 strikeouts, 50 walks, 29 home runs. Didn't hit many guys, three. Um, yeah, he made, like I said, almost made 30 starts. He ended up pitching six innings in 17 of his starts, uh, which was more six-plus inning starts than uh, he had in Oakland in 2021, so that was a positive. But I still see more negatives from an eye like Clevenger than positives. I mean, he couldn't really be relied upon those last like three months of the year to consistently give the Padres those six-plus inning starts. July had a 540 ERA. August, a 7.88 ERA. September, a 5.25 ERA. Um, he went six innings in five of his last 15 games, I believe, not including that one-off one inning against the Dodgers in September where he was just coming out of the bullpen. That was just his bullpen day, so they just had him get some work in the game. I think it was a blowout at that time. Um, so, yeah, it's just disappointing there at the end. And then in the postseason, I know it was one appearance, but he gave up that run in the fourth inning. And yes, like I said earlier, I don't think he should have went out there for the fifth inning. I didn't think that was a good decision. I think you could have covered the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth of game four with relievers, Tim Hill, Luis Garcia, Suarez, Hayter, guys that were rested. Um, after Martinez threw three great innings, Okay, Manaya gave up the run in the fourth. You take him out for that fifth. He gave you the inning, right? But puts him out for the fifth. Uh, maybe that's on Bob Melvin, but also Manaya went out there for the fifth. It's not like he couldn't pitch the fifth. It's not like he was tired, and he didn't perform. I mean, gave up the two-run home run to uh, Hoskins, gave up the double to Harper, Harper's second double of the game. Uh, by the way, in that fourth inning, that was that Bryson Stott single after, I believe, allowing a double to Castellanos to start that inning. He just didn't pitch great. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it was hard on him as well, just like Clevenger. Like, both of these guys wanted to help the Padres this year, and I know it hurt that they underwhelmed, they underperformed probably when it mattered most. But the bottom line is that's what happened. And so I have to look back on it not looking at their personal feelings or their regrets, but just the numbers. And the numbers uh, tell the story. They just weren't good enough when it mattered most. Uh, and some fans might ask, why was Manaya on the roster? Or why was Clevenger on the roster if he wasn't healthy? Maybe you have Chris Matt on there. I'm not even arguing that. Like, if they're on the roster, they say they're fine. And I think Manaya was fine. The velocity was there. He just... Did not pitch well, period. Um, you know, to recap for Manaya in game four there, that one postseason appearance, and it, look, it's one postseason appearance, but that's all we have to judge for when it matters most in October. Um, he entered the game with a 4-3 lead in the fourth inning. 
lost it in the fourth. Game was tied because he gave that uh, one run. By the way, in that fourth inning, he was bailed out by a great throw by Profar to nab Scott, uh, Stott. Excuse me, he was trying to get to second. And then, that was the second out of the inning. Then the third out of the inning was a diving catch on a liner uh, to second base by Crony. So he was bailed out those last two outs of that inning. He, he did not pitch great. I didn't think in that fourth inning, Melvin sends him out there for the fifth, and he gets teed off, you know, teed off of. Um, he got the lead back, by the way, before entering or going back out there for the fifth inning. Soto hit the home run, um, then gave it right back up. And I think he gave up did he give up five runs in that outing. I think it was like five runs. Maybe it was four. But, yeah, it was just very, very disappointing. I'm not saying I expected him to be like Nick Martinez and go six up, six down or whatever in those two innings that Melvin was giving him. But I was expecting him to do better than what he did. Uh, and he didn't. I thought that those outings that he had during the regular season where he was pitching out of the bullpen, I was encouraged because the velocity was up. It felt like he was refreshed out of the bullpen. He could just give it his all. Then when he went out for the, uh, when he came in from the bullpen in the NLCS, maybe he was refreshed, like he had the velocity in there, but, um, he, it just felt like he was giving up a lot of meatballs. He was throwing a lot of meatballs to those Phillies hitters. So that outing there in the NLCS left a bad taste, I think, in a lot of Padres fans' mouths. And so I don't blame them if they want to sit here and say, I don't want Manaya back next year. I don't want Clevenger back next year. For me personally, I haven't delved too deep into, I haven't thought too much about who I want back, or if I want either of them back, I'd probably want Manaya back over Clevenger. Uh, I think Manaya can eat more innings than Clevenger. Usually he stays healthier than Clevenger. Um, and Bob Melvin trusts Manaya, and I trust Bob Melvin. So I'd probably lean toward Manaya if I had to pick one. But to be honest, I'd rather use that money on someone better, some players that are better. I'd rather use that money to try to keep Suarez. I'd rather use that money to keep Martinez if we can. Um, that's who I'd rather use the money on, pitching-wise, over Clevenger and Manaya, who underwhelmed, I thought, when it mattered most with the Padres this year. So feel free to give me your thoughts uh, in the comments on YouTube, at, uh, at Talking Friars on social media, Twitter, Instagram, if you're listening to this on the podcast. I appreciate you listening. Sponsor of this episode was Gaglion Bros, famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. Gaglionbros.com is the website, Friars Road. Uh, that's their main location. You can look that up on the website. Great cheesesteaks, garlic fries, cheesesteak fries, cheese fries. Uh, I recommend you check them out. Uh, if you're going out for lunch or dinner, whatever, um, they're great food. I, rec I really recommend that. So thank you so much for tuning in here. Episode 263, Ben Fadden signing off as your host. I'll be back. I'll be back. Excuse me, with more uh, player season reviews, and if any Padres news pops up, I'll be back. Of course, talking about that player reviews every day uh, until I get done with them. So, all right, that'll do it. Enjoy Game One of the World Series tonight, and I'll see you soon.